this ordinary time wearing green and there's green everywhere and it's just green and one day I'll understand why we picked green for ordinary time I don't necessarily have the connection now but it's not green and blue so it's not Tulane okay it's just it's just green um, but we enter into the, the, the we've moved on from the, the youth of Jesus the childhood of Jesus the Christmas narratives into with the baptism the beginning of the public life of Jesus and it's year B so we're focusing on not Matthew but Mark not Luke or John Mark and you notice Mark is actually the shortest gospel so I think we'll take some exceptions during the year B where there's just not enough Mark public life to read so we throw in St. John and a couple of other references but that's year B um, if you want to kind of be ready for it and the gospel today my, my thoughts on the mother-in-law episode is um, if you want to watch the chosen season one I think it was episode six or seven but they did a good job of portraying like Jesus with Simon uh, and supposedly Simon's wife and the mother-in-law is sick and Jesus surprises Simon Peter by healing the mother-in-law and so she goes to wait on them and she says does your friend like goat cheese so anyway so food for thought I thought that was kind of creative but the main theme of the reading seems to be more along the lines of um, that disposition in prayer. Samuel, the responsorial psalm, even Jesus himself, going out very early in the morning. And that there's some fundamental dispositions in prayer. First of all, what I'm struck at with Samuel is that the first time he heard something, maybe it was in his heart, and he thought it was in his ears, maybe it was in his ears. He gets up, he goes, and he asks his spiritual director, his, his superior, hey, Eli, this is what I'm hearing. Did you call me? And Eli's like, no, it's nothing. Go back to bed. It happens again. And Samuel, in all his, all his childlike simplicity in prayer, gets up, goes and asks Eli. Same thing, he's sent back to bed. The third time, it happens again. If it were me, I would roll over and go back to sleep. I mean, just, I don't know what this is, but it's certainly not something spiritual, so I'm going back to sleep. Look, my superior doesn't know what it is, and, and he's not calling me, so I'm, I'm going back to sleep. I'm just going to turn over, put the pillow over my ears, and go back to sleep. And the persistence and simplicity of Samuel to get up again. Maybe it's you, Lord. Maybe it's something. Maybe it's something you need to look into. And you get up. You called me. And Eli, finally, the spiritual director, sometimes are a little dense, but he says, next time you hear that, say this. And it's a beautiful disposition of our hearts. That's from the simplicity of the child disposition to speak, Lord, your servant is listening. How many times have you heard that in the Bible or the Gospel? Think of the Blessed Mother. Behold, the lowly servant of the Lord. Speak, whatever you say, be it done unto me according to your word. Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. Here's what I want, but not my will, but your will be done. That fundamental attitude, from childlike simplicity to lowly servanthood. Lord, I'm not God. I'm not here to tell you what I need and what I want. I'm I will, because you want me to pray. But I'm really here to do what you ask of me. Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. I actually picture Jesus the first 15, 20 minutes of his prayer early in the morning there on the fields of somewhere in Galilee. Just that. Speak, Father. Your servant is listening. Just a stillness, uh, uh, being still and knowing that you are the one telling me what to do. You are the one I follow. That childlike simplicity, that utter disposition of, of, of the servanthood, and it continues in the responsorial psalm, which you can ask yourself, well, is this just the responsorial psalm one, uh, 40, psalm 40, giving us what should be the attitude of man, mankind towards God? But it's actually, it's beautifully incarnating the attitude of Jesus Christ. I have waited, I waited for you, Lord. I sat still and waited in prayer till you spoke, till you guided me. 
I have waited for the Lord. And he did. He stooped down to me. He heard my, my prayer to him. He came to me in my need. You didn't want significant sacrifices or oblation. You wish not, but ears open. Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. Ears open to obedience. Lord, whatever you say, if it's from you, I'm going to do it. If it's easy for me, if it's hard for me, if it's what I like, if it's what I don't like, that doesn't enter the equation. I mean, maybe a little bit to help with discern my spiritual director, but I'm ultimately going to do what you ask me to do. To do your will, O oh God, is my delight. So just ask the Holy Spirit to help us to ponder the ways of prayer that were shown to us in the scriptures in our Lord himself, that utter disposition from the childlike to the servanthood to just, Lord, I'm here to listen and to follow and to submit to your will in obedience. Amen? Amen. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, pray for us.